All right, this is the Kwame and Company podcast, one of the classic versions. And we'll be doing this from time to time, pulling out especially author interviews from the past. I'm Phil Kwame, and I tell you what, this was this was a tough interview to do. It's not necessarily a Christian book, but I think it's it's a book that so many of us need to read. It's called Dear Bully, and it was back in 2011 I interviewed the co-editor of Dear Bully, Megan Kelly Hall, and Carrie Jones both edited uh, Dear Bully, and it's an excellent catalyst for maybe one-on-one discussion or even classroom discussion on bullying. It This book includes today's top authors, well, 2011's top authors for teens and young people that came together to share their stories about bullying as bystanders, as victims, and as bullies themselves. It's a really personal collection. Lauren Oliver, R.L. Stein, uh, Ellen Hopkins, Carolyn Mackler, Kirsten White, Mo Williams, Lauren Kate, and many others contributed 70 heartfelt stories from each corner of the schoolyard. In addition, Dear Bully includes resources for teens, educators, and parents, and suggestions for fully uh, for a further reading and study. So if you've been bullied or you are being bullied, you're not alone. We talked to Carrie Jones, co-editor on The Word back in 2011. Here's the first part of Dear Bully. 91.5 and 102.7 The Word. And on the telephone line with us this morning, we've got Carrie Jones, one of the, uh, I guess, uh, Carrie, we call you editor of uh, Dear Bully, right? Yeah, I'm a co-editor. Co-editor, okay. Yeah, you and uh, Megan Kelly Hall. Uh, have have edited uh, uh, some real stories from the lives of uh, of, uh, of kids in school, uh, and the the issue is bullying. And thank you so much for telling us your story today. Oh, well, thank you so much for having having me and well, giving us a, a chance to talk about dear bully. It's kind of you. So, how was this set up? I mean, uh, how, you don't just uh, a lot of times these stories of bullying. That's one of the frustrating things is that uh, kids or whoever don't talk about it. It is, but um, this book is actually a bunch of authors. Um, there's seventy authors. A lot of them are internationally best-selling or award-winning or New York Times best-selling authors who um, were really incredibly brave and are telling their stories about being bullied or being bullies or standing and watching someone be bullied and doing nothing. Um, They all gave up their time and their stories for for nothing just because they wanted to make sure that kids could see um, that they weren't alone and that, you know, people who grew up to be really successful and amazing adults um, had gone through it too. Uh, You know, there's uh, one of the things that always... Well, there's a lot of things about bullying that bugs me, but uh, one of the the things that especially bugs me is that when uh, sometimes adults have the the view that well, we'll let kids work it out themselves. You know, you don't want to step in, you don't want to interfere, you don't want to insert yourself in the situation. Just let kids sort it all out, and they'll be okay. You know what I mean? Whether it be in in schools or in families, uh, sometimes like we give this passive acceptance to bullying. You know, that's really incredibly true, and it and it's sad. And that passive acceptance, you know, to the to the victim of bullying becomes, you know, kind of complicit in the bullying. Um, when 
a kid who's growing and developing and to hopefully become the most compassionate and good individual that they can be has um, behavior modeled in which you don't interfere um, and where hurt doesn't matter, um, that can really affect them, and it bothers me too. Yeah, out of the stories that that you uh, that you compiled in the book, uh, dear bully, and again this is uh, uh, from Harper Teen, uh, uh, a division of, of Harper Collins. Uh, were there some that just uh, gripped your heart more than others? You know, it's almost like picking your favorite child or your favorite puppy, um, and different ones grip my heart depending on the place I'm at um, during the day. Um, but, you know, right now I keep thinking about Melody Shore. She's a, a really wonderful woman from California who wrote about being bullied. Um, she was, her dad was a pastor, a preacher who traveled around. She had a very big family, and they were very poor. Um, and she was just bullied incessantly at one of the schools that she went to. And, um, you know, just kept breaking her down and breaking her down and breaking her down. And this girl... Um, whose name was Luz, um, who was an, from an immigrant family who had very broken English, saw Melody um, getting bullied. And Luz reached out and, and grabbed Melody by the hand, brought her home, was her support. Her whole family accepted Melody and took care of her and cooked her food that she'd never had and just, like, embraced her with this incredible warmth. And that friendship for Melody, um, even though it didn't last because Luz moved away again, um, was, I think she calls it, her beacon of hope in the darkness. Wow. And that one right now really is uh, resonating for me because it just shows the power of humans and compassion and kindness. Yeah. Well, yeah. as parents, we all want our kids, we would all hope that our kids would act like that, would stand up for those who are bullied, would would not be afraid of, you know, sometimes it seems like kids, they don't want to stick their heads up and, uh, to be noticed by the crowd in any way, they just kind of keep a low profile, and yet to stand up against bullying, sometimes you got to take a stand. You, you really do, and it's sometimes so hard to do that, especially... You know, I know grown-ups who have a hard time doing that. And so for a kid, when they do that, um, it is so important, and it makes them a hero, I think. You know, in a little daily act that they might not even remember as a grown-up, it will make them a hero. A lot of our stories are about kids who helped, um, you know, the other kids who were being bullied, um, the authors who were being bullied when they were a child. And those stories really resonate because they just show what the power of one person can do to you know, be a lifeline for another one. Carrie Jones is with us. She uh, co-edited the book uh, Dear Bully, edited by Megan Kelly Hall and Carrie Jones, and, and we're talking about these uh, 70 stories from 70 authors and, and how they were either bullied or some of them actually were bullies. And uh, we're going to play a little music here uh, and, and be right back, Carrie, on, on the Rise and Shine program. Unearthed from beneath the sands of time are ancient writings containing ageless wisdom. Millions are finding that these words are life-changing even today. Listen and discover ancient wisdom. In the book of Job, God reveals his power and wisdom through a series of tough questions posed to Job. Where were you when I laid the earth's foundation? Tell me if you understand. What is the way to the abode of light? And where does darkness reside? Can you bring forth the constellations in their seasons? Do you know the laws of the heavens? 
Can you set up their dominion over the earth? Who endowed the heart with wisdom or gave understanding to the mind? Who has the wisdom to count the clouds? Who can tip the water jars of the heavens when the dust becomes hard and the clods of the earth stick together? Does the hawk take flight by your wisdom and spread its wings toward the south? Does the eagle soar at your command and build its nest on high? Wisdom from the Old Testament book of Job. Ancient wisdom from the Bible. A message from 91.5 and 102.7, The Word. Thank you, Rick. If you're just joining us here, uh, we're in the uh, second segment of an interview that I did back in 2011 with Carrie Jones. She's the co-editor of Dear Bully, and uh, Megan Kelly Hall and Carrie Jones both edited Dear Bully, and it's quite a catalyst for discussion on bullying. They, they've got the top authors for teens and young people coming together, and there's 70 stories here. Some of them are from the perspective of someone being bully. Uh, some of them are the pr- from the perspective of the bullies themselves, and some from observers. So let's jump back in with our interview with uh, Carrie Jones, who was a co-editor of Dear Bully back in 2011. 91.5 and 102.7 The Word. This is Rise and Shine. I'm Phil Kwame. Randy's in the newsroom working on whatever Randy works on. And on the phone line with us is Carrie Jones. Uh, Carrie has uh, co, uh, co-edited the book Dear Bully, uh, 70 authors telling their stories about bullying. And, uh, and, and like we just said at the end of last time, some of the stories written by bullies. And, and what... Uh, what kind of reaction? Is, is it harder to read those than the stories about bullying from a victim's perspective? Um, you know, they're all hard um, to read. Um, I mean, in the sense of when you think about the hurt that's being caused, but they're all really easy to read as well because they're also, um, these are great authors. And, yeah. Um, they're so well written. But I think the ones I'm the most proud of are the of the authors who are talking about how at one point in their life they did bully another person um because it's really really hard to admit that you've done something wrong and for a lot of those authors the guilt just continues inside of them you know and they were kids and kids aren't perfect and and but the kindness and the braveness that they exude by telling these stories it it makes me proud of them really um more than overwhelmed or having a hard time for it for me to read them i yeah. just feel incredibly proud of them um curtis scaletta who wasn't a bully um but he writes something poignant in his he writes um everything you do as a kid adds up to who you are as an adult and i think that's a really interesting take on it you yeah. know um, melissa walker had a story where um the bu- one of her friends was a bully and she says she and the little posse of girls were like foot soldiers for that bully um and then they had enough and then they victimized the bully mm. um and so you know she has all these different roles that i think so many of us have had in our lives um you know a lot of us have have done something amazing and stood up for for someone who was being bullied some of us have bullied some of us have been bullied and some of us have stood by and done nothing and and for many of us we've done all those things in one lifetime yeah uh, well, as parents, when we when we read the book, are there things that we can find in these stories about uh, uh, bullying that can help us 
give advice to our kids or help them deal with this situation? You know, I think that um, depending on the age of your kid and and what they're going through, um, there are so many different stories in here that a parent can pick and choose which one would be appropriate. And I think that it it can help anyone in that it can create a dialogue between um, parents and kids. And that's always so important, you know, just to talk and listen to your child. And, um, you know, that's part of what the point of this book is. We wanted the book to do that, to be a way for parents and kids to connect over stories of bullying and um, and for also for teachers to be able to use it and most especially for kids to be able to read, you know, about how their favorite authors went through something very, very devastating yeah. and, and managed to make it through and that they're not the only ones. You know, considering the, the, the number of times that, that kids are bullied i mean it, it, as we uh, almost every kid probably runs up against this at some point should we as parents just uh just uh, without prompting sometimes make general statements about you know uh, uh, boy we've got to treat people with care because it affects them or, or you know the, the kind of learning kind of statements because sometimes the kids don't come to us you know what i'm saying yeah i know i think that's actually pretty brilliant i think um you know, it's always important to remember, especially when we're talking about a subject as devastating as bullying, that bullying is, you know, most of the time learned behavior, and so is compassion. And as parents, we can model that compassion and that kindness in our own homes and in our with our friends and in our office and, you know, with our children and open up that conversation. I don't think that can ever be a bad parenting yeah. style. I think that's only the best. This is the Rise and Shine program, and if, you, if you're just joining us, the book we're talking about today is Dear Bully, 70 authors telling their stories about the, the, the topic of bullying, and one of the co-editors, Carrie Jones, is with us. Uh, we're going to take another break for some music, Carrie, and we'll, we'll be, be uh, right back, but then I really want to get specific about how parents can use this book or suggestions you would have to, uh, uh, to really make a connection with your, with your child. This is uh, 91.5 and 102.7, The Word. Way back there, somebody told us that if we followed Jesus, we'd be happy and our problems would somehow just disappear. Okay, now time for a reality check. Maybe someone thought that if we told people that, then more people would want to follow Jesus. But there are some problems with that. First, the Bible never indicated we'd be happy for following Jesus. We would find more meaning sometimes in unhappiness, and we would find some fulfillment and inner peace in the midst of our struggles. And second, most Christians, even the best of them, would easily admit they have their share of unhappy times. Third, if you think most people around you are miserable, think again. A USA Today survey revealed that 57% of people were very satisfied with their lives, and 37 percent were somewhat satisfied. So maybe it's time for a better approach. Be honest with non-Christians about the happiness thing. Don't tell them they'll experience ultimate happiness in life if they follow Jesus. The real message is life is more meaningful in a relationship with Jesus when unhappiness happens. Inspired by the book, The Way of the Master by actor Kirk Cameron and Ray Comfort. A message from 91.5 and 102.7, The Word. Thank you, Rick. Uh, This is Phil Kwame, and you're listening to the podcast that Sort of the classic uh, podcast from Kwame and Company that we're uh, that we're playing from time to time as well. And this one goes all the way back to 2011 when I interviewed Carrie Jones. She was one of the editors. She and Megan Kelly Hall edited 70 different authors with different perspectives on bullying. The name of the book is Dear Bully, 
And let's jump back into the conclusion of this interview on bullying back in 2011. 91.5 and 102.7, the word we're talking about bullying today, and especially as it relates to the book Dear Bully, 70 authors telling their stories about bullying. Carrie Jones is with us, one of the uh, co-editors, and uh, I I should ask this before, Carrie, but is there a website connected with this book? There is. It's um, www.dearbully.com, and we're also um, working with an organization called Stomp Out Bullying, um, and they have a website, www.stompoutbullying.org, and uh, they have a ton of resources for parents and educators and kids um, to help them. And, and okay, then bullying is spelled B-U-L-L-Y-I-N-G. Bullying. I got to think about that every time I do. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard um, Well, let let's talk about. Um, because we we probably have more parents than kids listening right now. And yeah. and for for parents, how would you suggest using this book to make some of the points that we've already talked about about how, how, you know being good examples and, and uh, teaching our kids about uh, bullying or coming to their rescue if if they are experiencing this? How can we use the book? I think that if as a parent you want to use the book as a tool to teach your kid, you're already an amazing caring parent, and I have to applaud anyone. Um, who's involved in their kids' lives and who cares like that. Um, a parent should always remember that one out of four kids um, report being bullied, and, you know, 282,000 kids are assaulted by bullies every month in our country. Um, so it's a huge problem. And your kid has probably seen it or been affected by it or, or may even be a bully. Um, and when you look at the book, you can point out, um, you can find sections that show how you know, like Melody's story, how compassion and kindness can save other kids and how being a bully, you know, like um, in Eric Looper's story, he talks about being the new kid and then um, kind of trying to fit in and then at the last minute he does the right thing. And that's a really powerful story in that it shows how bad you can feel inside when you're bullying another kid. It might make you feel powerful and it might be scary to do the right thing, but... um, it's always better in the long run for you as a person and for your insides if you do. And I think a parent can just pick out the stories that resonate with them. And if they do that, then they're going to be even more powerful and compassionate when talking to their kids about the topic. That's a very good point. And, and boy, I, I, I so much agree with you. Anytime we can demonstrate compassion and caring ourselves and, you know, uh, taking the kid to the soup kitchen on the weekend or, or, you know, doing things with them like that and then integrating that with your, your own thoughts on, on bullying and peating, treating people with compassion, boy, that makes a strong bond in a child's lives. And even though it seems like our kids uh, would would want any to do anything but be with their parents, we're still the most, uh, <laughs> we're, we're still the, the, the largest influence in their lives when it really gets down to it. Well, and okay, I got one more question for you, Carrie. And I know we're running short on time here. If bullying can happen within the family too, can it? It can. It can. A parent can bully you. A sister can bully you. A brother can bully you. A random aunt or uncle or grandparent can 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 bully can bully you, which is just so sad. So you got you got to make sure your own house is in order here before we start. I mean, that's and yeah. and that's a core relationship. When something like that happens, that'd be really tough. It is really 
tough. I mean, for so many kids, home is the only place they can escape. But how do you escape it when it's at home? Right. And, and, and that's so hard. And I think that's, you know, just part of what we have to do as a country and as a culture is try to make our families the safest, kindest, compassionate places that we can and ourselves and then move on, on from there so that our kids can be the best humans that they can be, too. Well, Carrie, you're doing good work with this book. Uh, the, the book is Dear Bully, 70 Authors Telling Their Stories, and we so much appreciate your time today, and I hope uh, many of our listeners, especially those who uh, uh, are struggling through with this with their, with their kids, I, you know, it's got to be a tough feeling when your child is dealing with something and you don't know what to do. Um, I hope this is helpful, and I hope that they'll pick up the book, uh, Dear Bullies, and go to the website again. That was DearBully.com. Is that right? You got it. Okay, and and stomp out bullying, B-U-L-L-Y-I-N-G.com. Boy, uh, still a relevant topic, huh? And maybe even more so, because back in 2011, online bullying was not nearly as big a deal. So uh, the book is still available. It's out there. Edited by Megan Kellen, Kelly Hall and Carrie Jones, who we talked to. Dear Bullying. And, uh, yeah, uh, I think you should uh, check it out if it's something that might help you in your situation. Thanks for being with us. This is a, a, a classic Kwame and Company podcast coming to you from the Word. See you guys. <laughs>